1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the passing shot with Joel and Kim, supported by DownloadTennis.com. On today's episode, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We are going to be doing a passing shot diary for the first time. Uh, As some of you may know, I was in Prague to watch the Billie Jean King Cup finals. I have now returned, um, but out there, I was with one of my friends uh, and passing shot regular, Chris, uh, to watch all of the group stage action. And what we did was, whilst we were out there, in the intervals, we did a little whatsapp voice note on my iphone uh, to just kind of take in the the tie uh, all the ties really that, that we saw the uh, you know the singles matches the doubles matches and we did that across day one day two day three and a bit of day four so um you're going to hear now some recordings apologies for the quality they're not microphone quality they're whatsapp voice note quality um you'll get some of the atmosphere as well from the uh, the stadium as well but um yeah it will be just kind of our take on the Event and how it went, and how each tie went, and how the group stages kind of progressed up to the semi finals. So, what we've done is we've split them into day one, day two, day three, and day four diary entries. And we're going to start with day one, which started with France versus Canada in the day session, and then the Czech Republic, the home nation in Prague against Germany. So, I'm going to hand it now over to my past self and chris as well uh, in the o2 prague arena to give our thoughts on france canada and the czech republic versus germany hey guys joel here from the passing shot we've just come out of france versus canada day session really long day session really good day session very entertaining i'm not here with kim kim is at home but i do have a a friend with me a a die-hard fan of the passing shot chris kneebone chris introduce yourself i know you've been buzzing to uh get your moment on the on the show so this is your moment
0: yeah tennis fan and biggest fan of collector set going (laughs) never won always entered (laughs) so
1: we have canada coming through against france 2-1 there, two singles one doubles it went to the decider really really exciting um but going back to the beginning the two singles first up we did have fiona ferro versus francois abander now honestly i was like, going into the arena i hadn't heard of abander before but she came out and played a really really great game of tennis and i think you know we look back on that tie don't we chris and think that was probably a pretty big moment in the you know tie. I mean, France are the favourites coming in. Probably would have been quite confident. I, I was sort of thinking it would be straight sets, but Fiona Ferro lost in in three.
0: Big moment for Abanda, world number three hundred and thirty three. <laughs> it might be the biggest moment of her career so far, playing for a country.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I I thought um know, yeah, I thought Fiera, I thought you know those two singles players. I thought this was going to be a two nil job to France. And it wasn't really going to get to the doubles. I did think doubles had, you know, the potential for Canada to cause an upset because they have the standalone, probably outstanding doubles playing Gabby Dabrowski. And I think that that probably showed, actually, um, in the final match. But, um, yeah, I mean, in the two singles, yeah, I mean, what did you make of kind of Abanda's play? What do you reckon got her over the line against Ferro? Or do you think Ferro just sort of self-imploded, really, do you think, in the the context of the three sets?
0: She was really solid. Solid was being key. I think the backhand was great. Bit of a weaker forehand, but Farrow just went away. She was in and out, but never really got ahead enough to really make her feel the pressure. Yeah,
1: I loved the pandas. I mean, there were a few errors there, but certainly that double-handed backhand up the line was very, very, very dangerous at points. Definitely, that was more solid than the forehand, but yeah, Farrow just... She was leaking errors towards the end of that match. And um, yeah, I think she would be pretty disappointed not to get France off to a 1-0 you know, start. I mean, moving on to the next match, we had Elise Cornet versus Rebecca Marino. Those are the two top uh, singles players, singles nominations uh, for France and Canada. And yeah, Elise Cornet, she, she managed to get it done in the end. Rebecca Marino had her moments and again... Stronger on the backhand, I'd say, than mm-hmm. on the, the forehand. But, um, yeah, Corne made it interesting by picking up that victory in straight sets.
0: Yeah, it was a good one. I think that Marino had lots of opportunities. Mm-hmm. I don't think she took them, um, especially she- in the tiebreak.
1: Yeah, definitely. She, I think she was worth a set, actually, to be honest. I think it was a bit unfair that she lost in two. As you said, I think she had the opportunities to... To make that to push that into a decider, and we know Courtney's a bit all over, can be a bit all over the place. She, I think you said during the match, she's not a great front runner, and that sort of showed, I think, in that second set because she watch, crawled over yeah, the line. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did, didn't she? It was, um, yeah, it was quite interesting. But I mean, she got it done. You know, there was sides that she was. Like potentially getting injured, or you know, was looking, looking, yeah, there was strapping on her leg. She was maybe potentially looking for excuses, but no, she put that all to one side and come came through it to, yeah, set up that final, final match, final decider in the tie with the doubles, and we had, uh, Dabrowski and Marino for Canada, uh, event against. Cornet and Burrell uh, for France. That was quite exciting for me because I was like Burrell. I've heard a bit about her. You know, she is a World Junior number one. She's breaking on uh, into the kind of the WTA tour. I don't think she's ne- she's not necessarily broken on just yet, but um, it's quite exciting I think to see her play for the first time. I mean, you know, obviously Dabrowski and, Mar- and marina won, and we'll come on to that in a sec. But what did you make of, of Burrell on debut playing with Cornet? You know, they lost 6-3, 7-6. I mean, I thought they would look quite good, but at the same time, quite bad, because, you know, this is doubles and not singles, and I think that showed, and that might have been one of the reasons why they lost.
0: There were definitely obvious signs of nerves, quite a lot of missed shots, and I think they kind of defaulted to slightly more defensive doubles play, rather than really taking it to their opponents, um, like Gabby really was. So quite often they were both at the back of the court, not really picking on... Marino like they should have done but in that second set they definitely showed they, they can be difficult they can be tricky to play mm. on a doubles court
1: yeah I mean Canada did really well to stop that going to a championship tie break because if that had happened I think it could have been very 50-50 they really needed to kind of nip it in the bud in that that second set tie break but um, yeah it was very impressive I think Dabrowski was The reason they won it, it was was quite clear that she is a cut above when it comes to to doubles, um, you know, on the court. And I think she had a very good kind of rapport with uh, Marino. I think Burrell, Burrell, sorry, and and Cornet, they were sort of looking at each other at times. And yeah, they were sort of, it wasn't quite clear their, you know, what their strategy and direction was. You know, Cornet was trying to hit through Dabrowski a lot of times. And it literally took about sixty minutes for her to to actually pass her, which you know I don't think was the right strategy, was it?
0: No, definitely not. And I think um, almost like she had a point to prove. Uh, I'm not sure what their their coach of the team, Julian Beneteau, would have made of those mm. tactics. Um, but my big question from the whole tie is, where is Caroline Garcia? She's here. Oh yeah, Who's I know. We we were thinking that. We were wondering. You know, what do you, I mean? What do you think? If if Garcia
1: played that tie. Where, i mean first of all where would you have played it would she be doubles or singles do but, you think that would have made a result because because garcia you know we were looking at results garcia beat uh abanda earlier on in the season i think and i think it was a bit of a surprise not to see garcia play that tie i get yeah, fiona Ferry's like what is probably ranked higher but and, and garcia has been more cold than hot i'd say this season
0: but at the same time, I was a bit, I was a bit surprised we did not see any sort of appearance from from Garcia, especially on the doubles court, mm, yeah. where she's won Grand Slams in the past. It doesn't make make any sense to me. Um, maybe they were resting her, but you still have to get a win. Yeah. So it feels like I know. there was a, a big, big error there. If she'd have played twice, I think they would have won in two, maybe three. They would have won all three.
1: Yeah, I agree. And it's going to be very tough now, I think, for France to come through the group. Um, you know, there's still obviously a lot of tennis to play. Um, but yeah, I think you always want to get that first victory and, and see where it takes you. I mean, Canada are up tomorrow morning against Russia um, on the second court here in Prague. So I uh, we'll have to see how that goes. That feels even tougher than France. But I mean, I think it was funny that Dabrowski at the end of the match said, you know, I think they were the 16th the last team, I think, into the finals uh but yeah they came and beat the uh the reigning champions uh all, well from what 2020 was it from 2020 2019 2019 crazy stuff so uh, yeah really good time to start with and now we are going to be waiting well actually we're just recording outside we're going to be going in shortly into czech republic versus germany hey guys this is part two of the passing shot diaries we are going to be looking back on well what we had last night czech republic versus germany really great encounter really entertaining some absolutely fantastic tennis on play it went past midnight the doubles was really thrilling went to the championship tie break it was just a great tie me and chris were there for the most of it we decided to get the last train back but uh yeah it was kind of super exciting and let's talk about that first match von versus petkovic von won it 6-1 6-3 i mean chris we were talking about that match and this thinking that level of play from von why why do we not see that more often because she was fantastic i actually thought she played better tennis than kratikova even though kratikova is obviously higher ranked von just showed it just made me realize why she got has been to a grand slam final she's just very very accomplished and she was just very very ruthless against andrea petkovic
0: i think she was a, a class above i think she showed a level that of shot making consistency of shot making that i've not necessarily seen um her do for an, an entire match i think normally there's a set where she might go off the boil slightly but she didn't and um in fairness it was like petkovic was kind of feeding her balls yeah. a ball machine who couldn't handle the variety uh, and the skill, von Drewsberg was hitting fantastic shots, both sides, um, great hands, drop, um, shots. drop shots. She made it look very, very easy. Yeah, it
1: was it was very, very impressive. As you said, it was just you just got the sense with Petkovic that you know, she was hitting a decent ball, but she just was not hurting. Vondrousova and what what was coming back to Vondrousova, yeah she had Petkovic on a string and yeah there were some delightful drop
0: shots in that match. That... I hadn't seen her defend like that before Vondrousova. Yeah. yeah. Um, Petkovic couldn't get the ball through the court. Um, she wasn't rushed for time Vondrousova and no. it was over almost before it started. Yeah, it was so it was
1: so quick. It really did get the Czech Republic home. The home, ta- the, you know, the home nation off to a great start. All the fans were loving it, and ron drusova really rose to the occasion to give the Czech Republic a one-nil lead. But then the tie got really interesting because we had Barbora Krejčíková versus Angelique Kerber. We were saying, I think this is the only match in the whole event which is between two players in the top ten, which is a bit sad, but also was gave us something to kind of savor. And I think this match really really delivered it was very it was very kind of it ebbed and flowed there was a bagel in there in the the second set which we would took us by surprise but it was a very fun match Kerber coming through 6-7 6-love 6-4 I mean let's start with that first set because that was a long set it went to a tie break Kerber had I think three set points Krachikova you just felt she was either hitting winners or unforced errors and I you know after that first set I was a bit like how did Krejcikova win that first set?
0: I agree. I think I had never seen her as someone who was that hot and cold as a player. She stormed to a 3-love lead, had points for 4-love and then Kerber got it back to 4-all Actually went 5-4 up. Um, I don't really know how she got through that because it felt like she had no plan B. She was going to smack her backhand mm, yep. and it was going to be a winner um, on the line or it was going to be kind of a mile out um Kerber after that first uh head in, head in the towel looked really dejected by yeah. that but she picked up her game in the second which was a no contest bageling the world number three in Prague I oh know that was that was crazy that was really 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 impressive
1: I mean just yeah on the screen you saw yeah Kerber was just very emotional after the losing that first set you know she was borderline distraught really about how she managed to lose that set and um you know i was actually thinking whether this was just gonna you know run away from her quite quickly but quite the opposite and for cred she you know i think i don't i don't know there weren't there wasn't kind of a um you know an injury timeout but she certainly was getting kind of some treatment and it did look like her movement was impacted um in that second set
0: but i think she was rattled as well Mm. I, i haven't seen her look so frustrated and i think actually having um a coach on the court she was looking a lot for emotional support um and she wasn't accepting kind of line calls from an automatic um line calling system so she was definitely not feeling comfortable out there no no not at all and uh you know we came into that third
1: set and the momentum was fully with Kerber and then Krachikova just kind of brought it back all of a sudden I think she obviously realized how important it was to try and get this done as a tie in the two singles um, and it was a really kind of tight third set and I think it was the th- a third set that was just such a yeah it could have gone one way or the other but you know Kerber came through she really did I think raise her level I think she started she started the match slowly but as the match went on she he deserved grew. the win yeah yeah she did there was so many great points uh, you know from her racket and you know i think i said on twitter i just love seeing that you know that redirect ground stroke down the line if kratikova was hitting cross court you know she just covers she just loves the knee you know bending the knees right on the Joel baseline the i know it's great she's just got great touch hasn't she from the baseline great feel um, so, yeah, it was really, really impressive. And I think a little bit dis- disappointing for Krajcikova because, you know, she's got the WTA finals next week. This would have been one of the highest caliber opponents she could have faced here, um, you know, a- and obviously she-, she lost. And, you know, there's going to be some fitness doubts there as well. So. Group of death, though. Bench it. Yeah. I know it's going to be, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be tough. I mean, who knows what, you know, what kind of fitness... A three-way they...
0: tie in that, in that group, and yeah. I think... It Are could we, come down to rubbers, couldn't well, it? Well, didn't play the deciding doubles mm. match. She pulled out of that.
1: Yeah, I think that was that was interesting, and I That's think exactly a sign.
0: What? Yeah, that was a sign that she potentially
1: wasn't at 100% fitness because we did have Redetchka and Sinyakova for Czech Republic versus Friedsam and Niemeyer for Germany. Now, on paper. That looks like, you know, again, even though it was kind of one all, you sort of expected Czech Republic to come through that doubles quite easily because Rodechka, very quality doubles player. Sinyakova, we all know, very quality doubles player. And I mean, Friedsam and Niemeyer, between them, I mean, what Niemeyer is, was unranked going into that in doubles. We were sort of expecting, again, Rodechka and Sinyakova just to do the business and get it done.
0: Uh, no doubles ranking at all for Niemeyer. Crazy. Freedstam's currently ranked at 93 in the world, so hasn't shown that much form recently. Um, but Schüttler did say that they were gelling well, <laughs> and I I, I, I had to laugh I when you, I
1: had to laugh at you when you said that because I was just like, I don't care how much practice they've had, they've not really played any tennis together so the fact that they were able to it was competitive at yeah, the start yeah it was and um you know they lost you know sam and Nemi lost that that first set but really kind of grew into it in the second set they were getting confident um and they 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 nicked the the tie break in the second set and uh yeah it was you know i think if you're a a czech fad in the crowd which there were quite a few of and it was very good atmosphere you know there were moments when it was it was quite quiet you know they felt like you know potentially that they were going to you know for their first tie, it was going to potentially end in a, a surprise defeat but they managed to snatch victory 10-8 in the, the it third was eight set
0: all in the third set yeah. tie break, which yeah, is yeah, not yeah. a comfortable first round for the Jack fans i imagine
1: no not at all um the but favorites
0: yeah. i'd say yeah i mean yeah exactly definitely one of the favorites up there with with russia but
1: um yeah, they just managed to scrape through. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how, how weather kind of rubbers comes into it because this is going to be a very tight group and they will be very happy, I think, to have have come through a very, very tough team. And I think, you know, massive credit Rusko to Germany because I think we were saying, well, I was saying certainly, I thought that was a one-person team in Angelique Kerber, Yes, yes, Petkovic in her day was was very good, but you certainly felt that a lot of was was resting on Kerber and I think yeah, she'll just be a bit I guess a bit disappointed the team weren't able to get it done. But um again, some incredible performances and the fact that it
0: went on so late mm. just shows how competitive it was. Exactly, and I think that it's great that Kerber was even here. I think it's clear that yeah. she, the team needed her. Yeah. She really loves playing the fans here. Fans love fans love her. Yeah, and she loved playing here in Prague. Great memories playing, getting the final in 2016, was it potentially? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was very pleased to be here, and I think it shows that it doesn't matter if kind of the level of your team. It's a team sport, and she's part of the team. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, it was
1: a great tie. Czech Republic coming through it. And, yeah, we are... I mean, we are now recording this on day two because we finished so late last night. We've got Belgium versus Australia at the moment. Australia uh, have taken a 1-0 lead with Gavrilova beating Minnan in three sets. And uh, we've got the doubles, obviously, in the, and one more singles tie to come before we have the United States versus Slovakia uh, in the night session. I'm not expecting as much drama, maybe, as yesterday, but absolutely, who knows? I mean, it was yesterday was such a... It was such a such a fun t- such a fun time, and I'm hoping for more of the same today.